This message is brought to you by Supernatural Life Ministry. Receive with excitement and grasp with passion the engrafted Word of God as it comes your way through God's servant, Ike Aziji, of the Supernatural Life Ministry. A man called by God with an embodiment of great grace and a mandate to reawake the greatness in you and to deliver mankind from every deception of the enemy. Now get ready for an unusual encounter with the Word of God that will take your life to the next level. Um, vital keys to exploit. I'm taking part two this morning. I know the last service wasn't, the order wasn't very loud, but I know I'm going to continue this morning. You know, I know you will be blessed in the name of Jesus. Now, um, you see, last week we talked about, um, we talked about that you have been chosen to bear fruit. You have been chosen to do exploit. No, we, we, we read that John chapter 15, number 16. You can see that on the screen. The Bible says, I'm going to start from there so that I can build up to uh, uh, the next point. I think I did four points last week, and I'm going to do two today. Amen? So, um, he said, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, and I have appointed you, I have planted you, that you might go and bear fruit, and keep on bearing fruit, and that your fruit may be lasting, that he may remain abide. So that whatever you ask my father in my name, he may give it to you. Amen. So we talked about last week, we are elected, we are selected, we are appointed, we have been planted, we are ordained. God has commissioned us. He has commissioned us to succeed. God has empowered us to succeed. He has, he has empowered us to produce fruits, to do exploits. He chose us because there are some potentials in us. We are, we are God's choice. That's the reason for which God, cho God chose us. He chose you for a reason. You may be thinking that you are not capable. You may be thinking you are inadequate. But God is saying, I chose you because there's something in you that I've seen. Maybe you have not seen it. Because I've chosen you. And I chose you so that you might do what Can you shout aloud, amen? That is the main purpose of God choosing us. We are not just uh, average people or second class citizens or second class people. We are people who have been chosen by God. You are the first class. You are special. Can you shout hallelujah? So you are not ordinary. You are exceptional. You are a special breed of God. You got to understand that. Because that will change your whole idea. Your, the way you see yourself. Can you shout aloud amen? So we are chosen to succeed. Can you shout hallelujah? Now, also we talked about that. John chapter 15, verse 8. John 15, verse 8. The Bible says, when you bear produce much fruit, my father is honored and glorified. You see, God is happy when you're succeeding. God is happy when things are going well with you. It's the enemy that wants you to always struggle, to fail, to be defeated. That's a function of the forces of darkness. But God's original plan for us is that us, for us to produce, to bear fruit. So when they say bear fruit, it means for you to succeed. It means for you to do exploits. It means for you to do great things. Whatever you lay your hands to do, the Bible says, you will prosper. So we are not designed, we are not failures. 
we are, we are successful people and you have to start seeing yourself like that so when your mentality is aligned it's easy for you to walk in what God has decreed concerning you can you shout amen can you shout hallelujah now I'm gonna, we're going to be going to the keys I think I talked about four keys last week if you missed that message, if you missed that message, I wanted to go back to that sermon last week. I know the audio wasn't very loud. If you listen a little bit closer with your ear, you're going to hear with your earpiece, you're going to hear it very well. So I wanted to go back and listen to that message. Now I'm continuing from where I stopped. So I did four last week. I'm going to do two today. So what are the vital keys to exploit? So we are in number point number five. We did for last week. So learn or learn to conquer yourself. Can you shout hallelujah? Learn to conquer yourself. You see, until you conquer your fears, until you conquer your past, you will never capture your future. Glory to God. Until you conquer yourself, nothing will be conquered. Until you win within you, you will win on the outside of you. Glory to God. Until you are convinced on the inside, you will be deceived by what you see. So God is telling us that we have to conquer ourselves. Can you shout amen? So I'm going to be starting this morning from Judges chapter 6 and verse 12. Judges chapter 6 and verse 12. The Bible talking about Gideon, a man called Gideon, he said, the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said, Mighty hero, the Lord is with you. Amen. I want to track back so I don't want to read the whole chapter. So when you get home, you can read the whole chapter from, from verse 1, right? So what happened is that the Midianite, this is a battle between the children of Israelite and the Midianite. And the Midianite has overtaken the children of Israel. And you see, they were making their lives very, very miserable. See, each time the children of Israelite will go to the field to plant their crops, the Midianites will get into their farm and destroy everything. And when they destroy it, they leave the children of Israelite without nourishment, impoverished, and in fear. So they were all afraid of these guys. And the more the Midianite grows stronger and bigger, the children of Israel keep growing thinner and thinner. And there was this man called Gideon. The man was hiding in the field. And he was hiding there. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said, Oh mighty hero. He was afraid. He called a man who, has not, who is running from a fight a mighty hero. He called a man who has not done anything significant a mighty hero. He called a man who has not done, who is afraid, a mighty hero. So why is God calling him a mighty hero? Because God can see the potentials in him. God can see the things he has deposited in his life. He was calling him a man of valor, a, a, a super warrior, you know, a mighty hero when he has not done nothing. Can you shout hallelujah? Now, the thing is that why is God doing that? And that is the same thing with us today. God is calling us some names. You're a warrior. You're more than a conqueror. He said, no, no, that's not me. I don't think so. That's exactly what this man did. See, God is calling him that because 
he is carrying the spiritual DNA of God. His bloodline is royalty. He is born into the bloodline of the champions. The same thing with you. You are born into the bloodline of royalty. You have the spiritual DNA of God in you. And that DNA is a DNA that conquers all things. It's a DNA that don't allow you to be defeated. Can you shout hallelujah? Okay, let's keep reading here. Judges verse 14. Judges chapter 6. The same Judges, Judges chapter 6. We are reading verse 14 to verse 15. Hallelujah. Then the Lord turned to him and said, Go with the strength you have and rescue Israel from the Midianites. I, I am sending you. But, but Lord, Gideon replied, How can I rescue Israel? My clan is the weakest in the whole tribe of Manasseh, and I am the least in my entire family. Can you shout hallelujah? Now, God, you see, God did not tell him, I'm going to empower you to go fight. He said, go with the strength that you will have. It is, I'm, I'm going to give you more strength. Go with the strength that you have. That means everything that he had to succeed was already in him. Even when he was running. Go in the strength that you had. So, God wants us to know that, that you had ordained by God to rule in the affairs of life. And he began to tell God, I am the weakest, I am the poorest, I am the least, I can't do this. Glory to God. Now, if you finish the story, which I'm, gonna, I'm not going to finish all of them this morning, but I'm going to show you something that is very important in your life. So, you were born into a royal bloodline. So, don't allow anybody or anybody to make you think that you cannot accomplish your goal. Don't ever go around thinking that you are going to be jobless. You are going to fail. This is how your life is going to end. Things are not going to change. Don't ever think like that. That was the way that man was thinking. He was thinking that so is my case and that is how my case is going to remain. Nothing is going to change. That was his thinking. He never believed that things can change for him. Even when God told him that I have made you great, you are a warrior. So don't ever go around thinking that you will die small. That things will not work in your life. Can you shout hallelujah? Can you shout hallelujah? So don't ever believe the lies of the enemy. There are voices that are speaking to us every day. And we must fight those negative voices that always tell us that we, we are nobody. We can't make it. We have gone as far as we can go. Things can't change. You're going to remain like this. I'm going to die like this. This is how my life is going to be. That's the voices of the pit of hell. The man was saying that God, and I can't do this. This is not me. Hallelujah. Can you shout glory to God? Let's keep reading here. Judges chapter 6, verse 16 and verse 17. Verse 16 and verse 17. He said, Whereupon the Lord said to him, But I, Jehovah, will be with you, and you shall quickly destroy the Midianite, the Midianite hearts. Gideon replied, if it is really true that you are going to help me like that, then do some miracle to prove it. Even when God was telling him that, see, you have everything. He said, God, you have to do something to prove to me 
That is true. And that is the same thing we do today. We will read the Bible and God is saying, I'm going to, you're going to overcome. I'm going to give you the job. I'm going to give you the contract. You're going to be blessed. We still doubt if what God has spoken to us, whether he can do it. Can you shout a lot of men? So for you to walk in exploits, you must be in agreement with God. You must get into agreement with God and start seeing yourself as a mighty hero. You start seeing yourself as a man of valor. You start seeing yourself as a conqueror. You start seeing yourself as an overcomer. You got to start seeing yourself the way God sees you. Can you shout a louder man? God is not going to define you or God is not defining you based on your circumstances. God is defining you based on the spiritual DNA of God that is ruling in your spirit. God is defining you based on your bloodline. You see, when you gave your life to Christ, the Bible said, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. creation. That means there's a change of bloodline. You, are no longer, you don't longer belong to where you used to be. There's a change in the realms of the spirit. Can you shout a louder, man? So, go have to believe God that you are not the sick, you are the healed. You are not the defeated, you are the victorious. You are not the oppressed, you are the blessed. You got to start believing what God has said about you. For you to live a life of best words. For you to conquer in the field, in every field of life. In your career, in your business, in the works of your hand, in your relationship, in everything that you do. You got to start believing what God has said about you. Can you shout it loud, amen? So, you may be feeling that you are inadequate, but God calls you well able. Hallelujah. You may be feeling that you are sick, God is calling you healed. You may be thinking that you are weak, God is calling you strong. You may be, th you may be thinking that you are bound, God is calling you free. Can you shout it loud, amen? So, you have to understand that God, whoever God calls you, is who you are. It doesn't matter who, what anybody thinks about you, irrespective of what people are saying about you. The most important thing is, what is God saying about you? Whatever God says about you, if you can believe it, it will come to pass in your life. Can you shout hallelujah? Glory to God. First John chapter 5 and verse 4. First John chapter 5 and 4. 5 and 4. The Bible says, for whosoever is born of God, whosoever is born of God, overcomes the world and deceives the victory that overcomes the world even our faith. Whatever that is born of God overcomes the world. My question is are you born of God? I want to answer me. Those who are here, I know you are streaming, those who are streaming online, I might not hear you but are you born of God? It's a question this morning. If you are born of God, I want to hear a loud yes if you are in the room. Are you born of God? I, I can't hear you. Are you born of God? If you are really born of God, then you overcome everything. You overcome anything. For whatsoever, if a God is one of God, he overcomes. Whatsoever, anything, anything. As long as you are born of God, a God that is born of God will overcome the world. Anything that is born of God, whatsoever, that is born of God, overcomes the world. So, God is too business-minded to waste his time manufacturing non-entities. That's what I want to let you know. He's too business-minded 
to waste his time for those people that are non-entities. So you are, if you are born of God, you are a born overcomer. You are wonderfully and fearfully made. You are, you are born overcomer, irrespective of what anybody can say. You got to believe the word of God. Can you shout a loud amen? So you can overcome that sickness. You can overcome that struggle. You can overcome that obstacle. You can over, over, overcome that addiction. You can over, overcome that adversity. You can overcome that difficulty. Because whatsoever that is born of God overcomes the world. Can you shout a lot hallelujah? So you are expected to overcome. You are expected. You are not expected to give reason to faith. You are expected to overcome. You are expected to be free from death, to be healed, to get well, to overcome, to come out better and stronger. It doesn't matter what the challenges may be because you are born of God and anyone that is born of God overcomes the world. Can you shout aloud, amen? So that is victory for you. That is healing for you. That is deliverance for you. That is restoration for you. That's a job for you. Whatever you're looking for, they are all available in God. Because whatsoever that is born of God overcomes the world. Can you shout a lot? Hallelujah. Glory to God. So number two, this morning, number, number six, you must have the overcomer's mindset. Can you shout hallelujah? You must have the overcomer's mindset. For you to walk in exploit, you must believe that all things are possible. The Bible says all things are possible to him that believes. It is some things. All things are possible. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Can you shout aloud, Amen? So, so for you to get into your Canaan and possess everything that God has destined for you, you must see yourself the way God sees you. Can you shout aloud, Amen? So it's not about how you feel; it's about what God has said. It's not about how you. It's not about your feeling. It's about what He has said. So he said you are the head and not the tail. He said you are above and not beneath. He said you are a ruler and not a slave. He said you are strong and you are not weak. He said you are healed, you are not sick. He said you are the accepted, you are not the rejected. He said you are the victorious, not the defeated. He said you are the blessed and not the oppressed. You got to believe God. Can you shout aloud the man? The question is do you believe what God said? Hallelujah. So we're reading this morning from Numbers chapter 13, verse 30 and verse 31. Numbers chapter 13, verse 30 and 31. And the Bible says, this is talking about the, the, the children of Israel. Moses sent 12 spies to go into the land of Canaan to spy the land. And look at what the two of them said. You know, then Caleb quieted them. They said, some people said, we can't get into the land that they're bigger than us. You see, then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and take possession for we are well able to overcome. But the men who had gone up with them said, we are not able to go up against the people for they are, for they are stronger than we. Hallelujah. God said, I have given you the land. Go take it. They went to spy it. 
10 out of the 12 said, you know what? The land is everything God told them they saw. But they say, no, we can't take the land. The question I want to ask is that when God gave them the land, did God know that there were giants in the land? Yes. He knew there were giants in the land. But God saw them as giant killers. But they saw themselves as grasshoppers. You see, whenever God gives you a promise, there will be enemies and challenges on the way to your promise. But they got to stand on faith and agree with God. Because the battle is not your battle. The battle belongs to the Lord. Can you shout aloud amen? You see, your, your perception is what, will, is what will be your confession. How you see things is very important. That's why we are teaching all this kind of teaching we are bringing. So that you can understand. Because your perception is what determines your confession. And your confession is your possession. That is why we are trying to make you see things the way you should see. It's like I bring a cup of water that is half filled. It's half filled. Somebody might look at the water and say, this cup is half filled. Somebody might say, this cup is half empty. It's perception. A cup of glass water is, that is filled to the, to, the, to the half of it. Two people will see differently. Somebody will see it as this that's what I'm going in. He's going to go in to get to the food. Another can see water is at the food. It's not dropping. It can go to zero. So it's about perception. Because perception is what determines your confession. And your confession will always be your possession. But God is telling you the battle you are in right now is not a battle. It's God's battle. And if God be for you, who can be against you? One with God is majority. Can you shout hallelujah? Okay. Second Chronicles chapter 20 and verse 15. Second Chronicles chapter 20 verse 15. The Bible says, Thus says the Lord, the Lord to you. Thus says, I don't know who God is talking to this morning. Thus says the Lord to you. Do not be afraid nor dismayed because of this great multitude. This multitude, for this battle is not yours. But God's. I said, this battle you are in right now is not yours. I don't care the battle you are in right now. That battle is not yours. That battle is God's. The multitude there stands for obstacles and oppositions and things that won't allow your life to go forward. The multitude there stands for things that are hindering you from assessing every promise of God. The multitude there stands for anything that says you will not have what God has promised you. Because say, the battle is not your battle. Your battle belongs to me. And if your battle belongs to God, I want to guarantee you that victory is sure. Can you shout a loud amen? Can you shout aloud, amen? The battle over your finances, the battle over your business, over your health, over your family, over your career, over your relationship, whatever battle you are in, I want to declare to you, that battle belongs to God. And if God cannot lose a battle, you're not going to lose that battle. If God cannot fail, then you're not, you're not going to fail. If God cannot be defeated, then you're not going to be defeated. Can you shout hallelujah? Can you shout hallelujah? Glory to God. You see, Numbers chapter 13, verse 33, the Bible says, there, there we saw giants, and we were like grasshoppers in our own sight. So were we in their eyes. Can you shout amen? 
So they didn't see themselves the way God saw them. They didn't see themselves like that. Like that. And because of how they saw themselves, they did not enter the land. But those that saw themselves, Joshua and Caleb, the way God sees them, they got into the land. So it's our perception. So nothing will be impossible to you in the name of Jesus. I decree over someone here, nothing will be impossible to you. Every obstacle in your pathway is removed this morning. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You see, I had a very, very, uh, I, don't know, I don't know how to explain it. I have a revelation this morning. It was powerful. I just woke up from the revelation. It was about 4 o'clock this morning. You know, in this revelation, I don't know, this word is for, is for somebody. I don't know what I'm talking about. I was in the revelation. And I saw a man. This, you, know, you know how dreaming revelations are. So, uh, you know, that vision it can be man, it can be woman. I don't know where you're watching me from. This, if this is for you, you're going to know when I talk about it now. Now, they are following this guy. Enemies. They were following him. He keep running. They keep following him. At some point, the guy was so much confused. He was tired. So tired. He couldn't do nothing more. So he went and sat and said, let them come and kill me now. You don't want to kill me. They can come and kill me. I'm, I'm, I don't know where to go anymore. And his enemies came to where he was sitting. And God blinded their eyes. They couldn't see him. I had this revelation this morning. I'm going to explain what it means. Because the Lord told me what it means. And the Lord blinded their eyes. They were looking. And they fasted. They didn't see him. Now in that revelation, I was standing in a place of power. I was telling them to remove the people that want to kill that man. Can you shout a lot of men? I'm going to show you what it means. So that means that there is someone at the sound of my voice. You see, you're, you're, people are looking after your life and after what you do. There's an attack coming to your life. You're watching me now or you're listening to me right now. And you are fed up. You are tired. Nothing is working. You have done all you know you could do. And yet, things are not progressing. The Lord said, I should tell you this morning, all your attackers, all those who want to stop you, everyone who is harassing your life, your family, your business, your career, anything that said that you will not go forward, those things, they are arrested. I said, they are arrested. Anyone targeting you, looking for you, to attack you, to stop you, their eyes are blinded. That they are, their eyes are blinded. I decree the fine war over every force of hell that want to stop you. I decree they are removed right now. In the name of Jesus. When I was doing this, when I was when I when, when I woke up this morning, Lord gave me a verse. It's not on the screen. But I want, if you're watching me online, get your Bible and read it. Psalm chapter 9, Psalm chapter 109, verse 8. Psalm 109, verse 8. Get the Bible and read it. He said, He said, Let his days be numbered, and let another take his office. And I decree for someone here. Anyone that say you will not have that job. Anyone that say you will not see success in your life. Anyone standing in a place of power that is deciding that everything God has promised you, you will not get it. I decree their days are numbered. I said their days are expired. 
Let another take their office right this moment. I said, another will take their office. Someone else will take their office. In the name of Jesus, every attack over your life, those people attacking you, anyone standing on the ground and said, you can have this, whether it's spiritual or physical, in the name of Jesus, they are removed. At the sound of my voice, they are removed. In the name of Jesus, your testimony is born this morning. In the name of Jesus. I'm telling you this, not today, not this world. It will come to us in someone's life. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Okay. Now, we are still on point number six. Why is overcomer's mindset crucial? Why is overcomer's mindset crucial? How many do I have? have about seven minutes. Okay. Why is overcomer's mindset crucial? Oh, number one, I'm going to give you two this morning. Overcomer's mindset is crucial in the life of the believer because your mentality is what creates your reality. Can you shout amen? So anything you think is what you will create. Hallelujah. So our thinking will become our reality. And the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 27, 23 and verse 7, for as he thinks in his heart, so is he. As he thinks in his heart, so is he. Hallelujah. So our mentality is what creates our possibility. Our thinking will attract plenty or it will attract scarcity. The way we think. So that is why God is very, very very, very, uh, how do we say? God.